Thank you. Hi there. My God, she's alive. Hello. Hey, Stephanie. Yes, hi. All right. It's Eric again. What what kind of uh what kind of um program are you using or what kind of software? It's an app that I paid for to um, be able to record phone. What's it called there? Uh, just it's called, curious. Yeah, it's not the best, but I'm looking into um there's a way I can do it on my laptop too, but the way it's been working out, this has just been easier. All right. Um, it's called Cape Call. Is what it's called. Cape Call. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Never heard of that. Oh, it, no. It, no, it works out pretty good. It's it's weird, but I don't know. So far, so good. I've done two successful podcasts. Well, that sounds oh. great. I just got yeah. uh, I just got a friend stop over, so. Oh okay. Can no uh, don't don't want to interrupt don't want to interrupt your groove, but could we do no, a little bit of our sh- our stuff now and then maybe resume later if if necessary? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, um, cool. It doesn't even have to be that long. Or just uh, touch base with you, see what you've been doing since Bride of Pinball. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Bride of well, well, that that would had to be 1990, right? Well, do you you remember some things from then, right? I sure do. Well, my first question was probably going to be, how did you get that gig in the first place? I was in a band with a bunch of folks who were right. all employed at Williams Valley Midway Games. Really? And those, yeah. So we were in a progressive rock band called Fish of Destiny, and no Dan Forden. Oh yeah, heck yeah. And uh, Dan Forden Forden and Rich Carson were in the band, and Chris Graner was kind of our de facto sometimes jam with us, always a fan of every concert we we played, every show we played. I'm not going to call them concerts. They were in dive bars all over in Chicago. Um, And so we were in this progressive rock band, and the guys were working at Williams Valley Midway Games. So they basically used their friends for all of the pinball games back then. And then video games, when they started to get into video games. So we did did voices, we sang, and I was one of those people. I think I got paid 50 bucks to do Bride of Pinball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I love those, those kind of stories are just great because it's funny how those simple, like, just crazy stories turn into classic titles that us pinball guys just worship, you know? I know, it's not so, funny? I mean, Bride of <laughs> Pinball, it just, it's a very unique game, and it stands out, and it's beloved by many, trust me. I think um, it is. I, I know a lot of, a lot of, I get a call or an email every, you know, four months from, right. from a Bride really? of Pinball fan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I yeah, do, I, just, I get a, um, what? No, I was researching some, you know, just doing some Williams, like who worked on these games kind of research online, and I ran across your name, and that's why we're talking today. Exactly like that, yeah. Yep, thank you. Thanks for tracking well, me down and making me feel like so, a, a little pinball star. 
You are. You're a celebrity. <laughs> Thank you. But um, so when I was this is when I was growing up, there was this show I used to watch called uh, The Letter People. It was like an educational for kids kind of show, right? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the show was they put a gender to each letter of the alphabet, right? Like you could ask any letter, I could tell you if it's a boy or a girl. Like A is a girl, B is a girl, C is a boy, D is a boy, L, I'm not sure about. But anyway, my point is, is there's not many pinball, like all pinballs, I think Bride of Pinball is the only pinball I can think of that you consider to be a girl. Like truly, right? Hmm, there's, really? There's El- well, there's Elvira games, but it's kind of you're just stepping into the Elvira universe. You're not really, not really, I don't know. When you play Bride of Pinball, you're you're playing her, the machine, right? So right. It's just well, that's something kind of, about. That doesn't say a, <laughs> doesn't say a lot Go for ahead. the the fe, the feminism of the of the folks who make pinball machines, does it? Because um, because right. like, and the Bride of Pinbot is a pretty pretty sexualized, you know. That I realize as well. I mean, there's <laughs> games like there's other games like Embryon. Like a lot of games have those sounds. Like yes, I know what you're saying. This day and age, it wouldn't fly. I bet <laughs> it would probably but, fly. But you know, that was what what appealed to appealed to the kids, boys, uh, fellows who were playing pinball. I'm sure back then. Yeah. So that's why. Yes, I allowed myself to be exploited for the purpose of your enjoyment. But in looking back, it was it's kind of fun, and it's a fun game. And I I saw online not too long ago. I I saw all of the the music, all of the sounds that were created for Bride of Pinbot, and yeah. cause someone sent someone sent me a link, and like you can look up all of it, you know, every single thing. And I was like, oh man, I did a lot of work for fifty bucks. They have they have they have a lot of different, you know, there's all kinds of stuff on that game. But there, well, you should get like royalties or something for as popular <laughs> as it's gotten. It's probably more popular now than it was in the nineties. Really? In a way, well, just as far it's now classic, you know. Now oh. classic, just in for example, like used to be able to get a bride of pinball for like fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred dollars or less. Even now, that game goes for like three, four thousand, easy. Oh my gosh, really? But uh, you know, <laughs> I, how many how many pinball fans do you think are there worldwide? Um, it's growing. Like I pay attention to the numbers of people that listen to podcasts. It feels like there's only like between two and four thousand. Um, but there's a growing online community on Pinside. It's the main forum that people go to to talk. But there's mm. also sub-forums. Like here in Florida, we have a popular forum called The Village, where that's where I got my start in the hobby, where you can find these games. The way I got into it, it was, you ever seen that show, American Pickers? Uh-huh, sure. It's kind of like that. I spent like five years being, I was able to like just drive to strangers' houses and pick up their old pinball machines and it was like great fun just to do the road trip, you know. How many do you own? (laughs) Well, it became an addiction, but then I had a son, so he, you know, had to sell some games. (laughs) 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 So I only, I don't have that many anymore, but at one time I restored a Bride of Pinball and it was a very fun thing to do. I, I got a spare play field from somebody and I restored the art on the play field and then what wow. the has like to do is they like to clear coat the play field so the art never goes bad again. So 
That was great oh, fun. Wow. Fondly remember doing that. That's so, so yeah. cool. And did you sell that one for a good price? I wasn't going to. I had just finished it, and someone came to look at my. I also had a tin box, just the, the you know the male yep. version. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they saw when they came to pick that up, they saw that, and they were like, "Well, you have this too." And, and then I ended up. They made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and I regret it wholeheartedly. Uh, hey, just like um, in the game where your your heart beats in the game, right? It was oh, like so a lump sorry. in my throat when it left my driveway. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Trust me, don't don't feel bad for me. I've had so much good luck with pinball. It's not even funny. But. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, so you're a real fan. You're the real deal. Yeah. Well, his sense, like, since I don't own that many anymore, I got into tournament pinball. And that's been a second wave for me where I mean, the only people I hang out with now are pinball people. Like, and it's because I met all these great people during doing these tournaments, you know. Oh, cool. And, uh, so you, you end up making best friends along the way. That's part of the oh. thing I love about it. And when COVID came, it was devastating. So I was just getting yeah. into this tournament tour of mine. Me and my, uh, well, now I have three kids. And um, we did, like, we traveled all around Florida just going to these tournaments, and they were great fun. Oh, and what I a still shame. try to go to him. Well, I still try to go to him with my son, but she stays home with two girls. Right. So, um, but you know, well, so now that you're, uh, so now that people have beaten the game and let you free from the machine, and you're a real person now, <laughs> how do you, how do you, do you like life? Is it all that you thought it would be? Yes, I, I final transformation. <laughs> you see where I'm going. I am alive. Yes. Um, oh, and so, this is what I was also hoping for. Maybe you could give me a few quotes from the game. That would be great. I, you know what? I, I got I, <laughs> some some Dutch dudes called me like a couple of years ago. Oh and said, hey, wow! Uh, hey, can you? We're gonna redo Bride of Pinbot. Will you do a bunch of voices for us? They showed up at my house. I had to go to some studio to do it, like somebody's studio in their home. But they mm-hmm. showed up at my house with all of this Dutch like all of these presents, you know, like wow. cookies, chocolates and things. So and, you did do it? Um, I did do it. And I have to say that I don't think I, I don't think I matched too well to the, <laughs> you don't think to you the did former. It I don't think I did it justice. You know, I, I remember there was no alcohol involved in the recording of it or anything like that. But I, but I remember in, on the original, we recorded it in my parents' living room, my parents' home, yeah. on a DAT machine, you know, a DAT recorder, like portable DAT machine. Wow. And it yeah. was just me, me and Rich Karstens recording in my parents' living room. And I would just read off, and he just gave me ba- basic direction. It probably took like an hour maybe or, or something. Wow. Maybe even less, but I, I I have to say that it's it's gonna just let you down if I even try. It's just gonna be a disappointment well, because. Well, I remember that that was called it was by Dutch Pinball. It was called Bride of Pinball 2.0, and it was a big deal yeah. when they were doing that. I remember I wanted because I had just restored the game. I was like, I'm gonna get this Bride of Pinball 2.0. It's gonna be amazing because something about the older games is now that people are enjoying the games at their home instead of on location they want more depth in the game. So that was the idea behind that. They wanted an extended version of Bride of Pinball. That oh. was why they approached you. Yeah. 
to make the oh, game longer lasting in the home, right? Because oh, once you transform, what's the, you know, there's not much to do after you transform. Even though that's an epic pinball moment when the face turns the third for the third time and you scream, you're alive, and the heart, your heart's beating, my heart's beating. It's like, oh my gosh, it's it's complete, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's a great game. It's so fun. That's so fun. Like, how, if you had to estimate how many times you've played played Brad Pinbot, what would what what do you think? How many how many times have you played the game? Well, it's because everyone will tell you that as a pinball player, you either have a good game or a bad game, and sometimes you just you'll have ten bad games in a row, but then every once in a while you'll have this one game where you can't seem to drain the ball and you're invincible, and it's like boom, I'm hitting all my shots. In that game in particular, it's a left ramp shot to do most of the work, and everything else is kind of like a dangerous shot. Mm. And, you know, so if you can get up that ramp as many times as you can, you're in good shape. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know, listen. When when I when I come to Florida, I I want to I want you to take me to play pinball. I mean, because uh, I want to see how real a real person does. How does a real pinball fan? Do do it. I, I would love to see there, that. I automatically thought of a great. You would love this place called the Pinball Lounge, where everyone hangs out. It's like attached to a bowling alley, and there's all these yeah. great people. They're just into the hobby, so everyone. It's like a different language. I mean, there's things I could say about pinball that only pinball people would understand, right? So <laughs> it's like my awesome. brother trying to teach me about cryptocurrency. I have no idea what he's talking about, but I'm listening, trying to make a million dollars <laughs> off Shiba Inu, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm with you, but I'm on the outs- I'm on the outside in both pinball and cryptocurrency. But but it doesn't mean well, I want to I don't want to hang with you guys, you guys because everybody I've met in pinball is super super nice. Exactly, that's that's the whole thing. I mean, we've had some recent things where there's been cause sometimes you don't know who these people are. There's another side of it. Like there's hmm. been some people that were in trouble with the law and it got exposed. So it Ooh. became a big thing. And that was the first time ever that I'd ever witnessed anything like that. It was pretty scary to think about. Like, we don't know a lot of the people that are at these events, but you do form bonds and trust with a lot of them. Like 90%, you know, you would say people are cool, right? Right, right. Because pinball, wow, that's... I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I won't get too much into the dark side of pinball. But... That's kind of interesting. Now now I'm all ready to go Googling stuff. I'm so <laughs> like... <laughs> What what's he talking about? <laughs> uh, what do you? Yes, we'll keep it positive for the podcast. Okay, well let's keep it positive for the podcast. It's more there fun. There is a dark side. Yeah, some you know, just like any, don't talk to strangers kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. For sure. I mean, rock and roll. Like you know, when we were in that band back in the day, we played around, uh-huh. and there there were some creepy places we played with creepy people sure. around, and for sure, for so, sure. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Every 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 business has its has its kind of weird stuff, but but um, I you know I'm, I, that you said, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please go ahead. I was gonna say I find it interesting that you you're aware that you were having it was a hard time. It was hard to duplicate what you had done in the '90s. I think they're having that problem with all kinds of media, like movies and music, and it's hard to. Um, like, you know, you'll see resurgence of old bands like going on tour again and it's not quite the same, right? Yeah. Or movies, like yeah. there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out and I think this might be the one movie where they pull it off. Like 
It's made by the old director's son, right, from the original Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, and, right. And he took, right. He, he's, or the Star Wars recent trilogy tried to use more practical effects and CG effects to try and duplicate what George Lucas did in the 70s and 80s, so stuff like that. Yeah, it's not but, it's a little different. But, you know, you could have a different, like, I could probably, I could hit the same uh, vocal tone and vocal quality of the original. Maybe I could hit something a little closer to it on a different day because you just don't know what the, well, and, and if we'll we just, A-beat it, if we had time to, like, listen to the first one and go, okay, here's the first one, let's try to hit right. it exactly. If we really took time to do it, maybe it would be, maybe it would work out. Well, well, one of my favorite things. We'll just maybe you can try this one for me. It's really simple. It's right when you when you drop a quarter into the game, she says, "Thank you," and it's just like the most pleasant. I want to put like three quarters in after that just to hear her say, "Thank you." I can maybe totally can do, do that a, one. Maybe you could do a thank you real quick. So I'm doing you doing me because I don't remember that how that sounds. So I'm basically gonna well, do you. <laughs> thank please you. do. Yeah. Is it like? Oh. That was spot Thank on. You. Thank you. All right. All right. I got it. I nailed it. Man, you That's just made you a bunch of people's day. Trust me. Trust me. That's Trust me day. doing you doing me. <laughs> well, you know, let's ride a pinbot for you. Just there good. you go. Oh, nice. Nice. You had to. You had to. You had to. No, I'm, no. I mean, I'm for, I mean, that's kind of the charm of some of those older games. I mean, you look at some of the black back glasses and there's, breasts in your face and stuff like that you know and yeah. it just was like that back then but um there's just something very charming about pride of pinball it's an innocent in, in an innocent way too i think like it's just it's very you know there's other stuff besides that there's the whole space thing like there's astronauts all over the play field and right, right. quirky thing quirky things and just the whole yeah. frankenstein thing like i'm alive is the coolest thing i know, you know? <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it is, all, it's pretty it's pretty creative, actually. I, th- I think all of those small <laughs> games were extremely creative. The creativity, I... yes. <laughs> yes. Now, can I ask you if we could just take a pause and maybe um, maybe kind of complete our conversation at a later date so I don't keep my poor friend hanging on too long here? No, you know, I, I keep these at like 10, 15, 20 minutes anyway. This is great. I just, oh. I, maybe you could just, as, as a wrap-up, you could tell us, I know you've been working on you just had a big uh, launch for something you recently did. Yes. Yeah. If so you just maybe when, say end with that, that'd be great. All right. Cool. Thank you. What I do now is I I produce this show called Story Jam, and it's it's live lit and music original music. So live lit is when people get up and tell stories, and they're really oh, okay. sort of in a in an elevated way, as we say. Uh, someone tells a story, but it's it's more like not the kind of story you tell in a bar. It's it's more right. crafted, a crafted story. Um, it That's might be great. the same story, but it's a crafted version of the story. Get up on stage. People have slams. They compete. Chicago has 50 to 70 storytelling shows in it every month on a normal month. So we're one of those shows, but we had a musical component where we write original music that reflects the stories, and it's super fun. And it's called Story Jam, and we just had our seventh anniversary. That's great. I I love it. I didn't even know. I mean, I did know that things like that existed, but I just found so cool. I don't even think you know, but you're you're like the typical pinball person. You you should get into pinball more. I like should. You're, you're you're into um. 
you know, things that other people I know would be into. So. Really? <laughs> no. Have you ever owned a pinball? I have. I had Aladdin, which was a Williams oh, game yeah, back in the one. day. And you must know, you must know it. My parents bought it for us. It was like a big deal because they were expensive. And I don't know what made them buy it. But you know what? Where the hell is it now? I have no idea. I would love to have it. But I spent hours in the basement playing Aladdin. Oh, hours and wow. hours. And hours. Late night. Steffi, time for bed. Okay, Mom. <laughs> exactly. I'll be up, I'll be up soon. You, you, you have this sleeping pinball uh, champion in you that. <laughs> Needs to become alive again. Here we go. Back to Brad Pimba, right? There you go. It all circles back around. <laughs> but so I just made it my. Uh, I'm gonna let you go after this, but I think it's a. I think it's a good cause to somehow. I know a lot of people that are selling games all the time. If someone needs to get you a Brad Pimba, you need to have one. I think you deserve uh, one. I don't especially either. for especially for taking the time to just talk about it. You know, it's it's pretty cool. It's so, so fun to talk it. to you. Thank you, and it's fun <laughs> to talk to someone who's a real sincere fan with who sincerely oh. loves that. And it was so no doubt about it. A, yeah, it's a privilege to be a part of it. You know, I was a small part of it. I didn't do anything. I had nothing to do with the design or even or the copy, what what the bride says or anything. But but it's it's cool to be part of something that lives on and that people really love. See, since I made you recreate the thank you from the game, you've done your own equally as good version in the last couple sentences or paragraphs, wherever you want. You said thank you a couple of times and here, you're right. You are bride of Pimbot. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you. It was. No, well, have a great night and tell your friends. I appreciate it. I can't wait to, I can't wait to check out your podcast. Uh, Yeah. I'll put it up soon for you. I promise. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks for having me, Eric. You're welcome. Bye. Definitely great to be able to talk to the bride of Pimbot herself, um, Stephanie Rogers. We had a great conversation, I thought. A um, couple of things I noticed after re-listening, I got the other games that might be female wrong. It was Xenon I was trying to think of, not Embryon. Um, I'm sure there's others out there. I don't go too far back into the games past 1980, but... 
from what I've experienced, Brad of Pinbot stands out as just a unique game in that regard. But other things I noticed were, you know, I asked her to redo some of her voicings, and she said she didn't think she could do it justice, but I thought she did a great job. You could hear it in her laugh. She laughed numerous times during the um, interview, and I thought that captured the Bride of Pinbot right there. And just other moments throughout the conversation, I was like, I'm really talking to the machine here who's been freed and is doing her thing. And as far as a question I forgot to ask, I, uh, you know, I thought of a fun question would be, did the Bride of Pinbot ever get married? But I just thought it was a little bit inappropriate and, you know, so I didn't bother asking her because, you know, the interview was good enough. I just thought I'd leave it there. But till next time, you guys, appreciate you listening. Um, got lots of things going on here in the state of Florida as far as pinball goes. So stay tuned. Take care.